0: We are back yet again on the Thick Menning Podcast, and this week we have a wide range of things to talk about, all of them pertain to the quarterback carousel, which is fast spinning as it always is this time of year. And the biggest move so far of this young offseason is Russell Wilson getting shipped to the Denver Broncos for a litany of picks. They got Drew Locke, they got Shelby Harris, they got Noah Font, they got two first rounders, they got a second rounder, and they got another second rounder, and of course they got a fifth rounder. And this is quite a lot. The Broncos are trading their entire future for the immediate short term for Russell Wilson. And while Russell Wilson is a very good quarterback, certainly a top 10 quarterback, I'm not sure if this is quite the move. Granted, they're in a tough spot. They've got to do something. Drew Locke, clearly not the answer. This quarterback class does not look like the answer either. Russell Wilson might now be the third best quarterback in that division. Patrick Mahomes obviously better than him. Justin Herbert looked amazing in his second year, and he very well might take that third year step like we've seen so many other guys take, and be next level as well. So they've got to ask yourself themselves. Does this trade make the Broncos contenders? Do they have an opportunity to compete for a Super Bowl? Do they have an opportunity to compete for a division? And on the division front, I think that answer is no. I just don't see the Chiefs dropping the West anytime soon. They've won, I believe, 6 years in a row. That's not going to change because of a new quarterback in Denver. But as for the Super Bowl thing, it just seems unlikely because the AFC is absolutely stacked. The Broncos are going to get to the playoffs certainly. It'll be as a wild card. Then they're going to have to go through a team like the Bills, like the Ravens, like the Chiefs. And it's just not going to go too well for them. It's going to make them more excited. They're going to win more games. They're going to be a more entertaining team for their fans, but this move is not going to accomplish the ultimate goal and bring them back to the Super Bowl. Sad state of affairs all around in Denver. Seattle got a litany of picks and have jump their rebuild. I think they could be a good team in three or four years, but right now they're going to be whooped by the rest of the NFC West. Tristan, how much you tell the dear viewers at home what you think about this trade?
1: Well, it, it's pretty wild to think about that Russell Wilson is going to be the th- Third best quarterback in his division. The Broncos are still going to be the third best team in their division. And on another note, it's wild to think that Derek Carr, who's probably like a top 12 quarterback in the NFL, is quote unquote the worst quarterback in his division. And when you just compare to Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes is always going to be better than Wilson. Justin Herbert is ascending. I think he's eclipsed Russell Wilson. And when you take a look at the Broncos' offensive pieces, a lot of people are hyping him up. Jerry Judy is one of those guys where people they fawned over his route running. They think he's the best route runner in the NFL because that's the only thing they have to hang on to that's the only thing they have to talk about and Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy as a tandem is not as good as DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett both those guys are better receivers and we also compare them to the Chiefs uh, receiving core and offensive weapons where I'd rather have Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill and Mahomes or I'd also rather have Justin Herbert Keenan Allen Mike Williams and the Chargers also got Austin Eckler in their backfield so are the Broncos better of course they are they have a better quarterback Drew was their quarterback. But that doesn't mean that all of a sudden they're the best team in the AFC West. And it's kind of funny watching Skip Bayless react to that, pandering the narrative that they're now the best team in the NFL, they're going to win the AFC West, and they're going to contend for championship, mainly because we know he's not a big fan of Patrick Mahomes. And I don't think he's the biggest fan of Justin Herbert for some reason. That's coming from nowhere, but... Oh, I I just watched that take today, so I I had to bring it up. And there's some things about the trade compensation that don't make much sense to me and left me questioning how the Seahawks specifically are building their roster for next season and for the future. I don't understand why they w- wanted Drew Locke in the package when it is obvious he is not the long-term solution to any team for their quarterback problem. Why wouldn't the Seahawks instead have seeked another third rounder or made a run at a free agent quarterback this offseason? They have one of the best receiving duos in the NFL. Now they actually have a tight end and if Rashad Penny looks like an elite running back all of a sudden which would also sound incredibly enticing to Guy's like Jameis Winston, who played with traffic cones at receiver last year, or even Mitch Trubisky, who was riding the bench last season and brought the Bears to the playoffs a couple of times. Drew Locke, as the Seahawks quarterback next season, does not make them competitive. Shelby Harris, who was included in the deal, is a nice player, but hes I think he's 31 and he's not going to turn the Seahawks defense around. He's not going to make up for the picks they gave up when they traded for Jamal Adams. Noah Fant is the only player in the deal that the Seahawks acquired that is really good or reconsidered no, no one that's not his really positions. good, and he's not one of the best at his position. He might be borderline top 10. Let's not push him there. He's one of the 10 at his position, and that's one of the best at his positions. There's 32 starting spots in the NFL. Many teams have more than two tight ends. So that, to me, sounds like one of the best at his position. You positions. want me to
0: actually go through the tight ends who are better than Fan? Do I have to pull up the mighty list? No Fant's not a top tight end. He's barely a good tight end.
1: He's a top 10 to 12 tight end in the NFL, which is better than 20 to the uh, 30 other tight ends I in the think NFL way who too start. Nice when
0: I said 10 to be honest but not to get hung up on that point something I'd like to throw in there which I think you're no
1: I haven't I haven't, I haven't I haven't finished I'm just
0: you can jump back in but- I've,
1: no I have one more part before you go I have one more part before you go but the part that then that makes that part weird you know it makes sense that they want a player like Noah Fant he only has one year left on his deal and then also the with the picks the Seahawks acquired they don't exactly have the best draft history of the first and second round picks and they only got two firsts and two seconds it's not like they got three firsts I didn't really understand what the Seahawks are going for with this
0: that little take made me understand a few things one you don't quite get the front office wheels and cogs second off you don't quite get the value of second round picks those two second rounds are probably worth more than the first rounder a lot of the time particularly if it's going to be a low-end first rounder but you don't think Drew Locke was included in this deal not by the Seahawks demanding him strongly but for the Broncos saying here take this guy you think the Seahawks are the ones campaigning and screaming hey we need Drew Locke or we're not going to make this deal do you think that's how it went or do you think the uh, Bronco said here take this with it too because I think it's a lot more likely I think Drew Locke got shipped off by his hometown team not wanting him as opposed to the Seahawks desperately needing him the Seahawks are clearly not going to make a run this year they're not going to contend this year and Noah Font and Shelby Harris are not going to be a part of that this deal was done for the draft picks if they're lucky they're going to be able to flip Shelby and Font for more draft picks but right now they're in the middle of a rebuild I'm curious if they go fire cell route and send off their good wide receivers that'd be interesting if they Draft a quarterback in the first round this year, which is a real option. There are some decent ones like Kenny Pickett and uh, various others. Could be real prospects for him. That might be the move. Keep the wide receivers in there. Let them help the quarterback develop like Russell Wilson did not have the privilege of getting quality receivers. O-line's also better than rookie Russell Wilson had, but this trade was done for the future. Maybe the short-term future, but certainly not the immediate future in Seattle. It's a good trade for him. They got good draft capital.
1: Actually agree with the whole, I think it's more the Broncos wanting Drew Lock out of- of there than the Seahawks wanting him but when I think about that I feel like the Seahawks should have used that to their advantage and gotten more draft picks out of the deal because yes they got two firsts yes they got two seconds but it's not like they had their first this season and then when you take a look at their what first type and of contract do you drafting, think
0: Drew Lock is on
1: I'm not it's talking about the money I just think the Broncos wanted out of there like you were alluding to. I
0: think you're right but like Drew is not a have to player you have to send additional draft picks in order to have another team take him he's getting paid seven million and four years that is nothing
1: any way you slice it I don't think the Seahawks got enough draft capital and when you take a look at you know you're talking about the seconds being worth so much or the you know they're getting two firsts you take a look at their draft history the ninth overall pick this year the 40th overall pick and then the the first and second round pick from the Broncos next season and by the time they pick at nine this season there's a chance they're picking in a draft where widely considered not the best draft in recent years there's a very good chance the three best offensive tackles are off the board and if they are really going to select a quarterback, who are they going to go with? Is it going to be a guy like Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett? Drew Locke is going to be their mentor all of a sudden, assuming Drew Locke's still on the roster? It's not exactly the ideal veteran mentor.
0: Tristan, what mentors did Josh Allen have in Buffalo? The idea that you need a veteran mentor
1: to succeed is ludicrous, particularly if you're a raw prospect. Never mind. Let me get, I kind of went on a little tangent there. The players that they have selected in the first two rounds since 2017, Malik McDowell, Ethan Posich, I think, Rashad Penn, L.G. Collier, Marquise Blair, D.K. Metcalf, Jordan Brooks, Darrell Taylor, and Dwayne Eskridge. All of those guys stink except for D.K. Metcalf, and Rashad Penny only recently became a good player and was widely considered a draft bust since he's been drafted, except for like the last six games of his career, something to that effect. These draft picks, it's not like they have a high first-round pick next season because the Broncos are going to be a playoff team. They have the ninth overall pick this season in a draft that isn't all that exciting, and they have a second-round pick in this draft which isn't an all exciting draft I feel like they should have gotten more draft compensation given what's available in this season's draft and also given the fact that the Broncos are probably going to be pretty good next season they're not going to be are not going to have a top 10 draft pick probably not going to have a top 15 draft pick
0: so the Broncos should have given them more in the Seahawks just say oh I guess we're bad at drafting time to sit on our thumbs unless we get 18 first round picks now let's have the trade this is a good return for the quarterback your issue is you don't think the Seahawks are going to spend the picks well which, hey, that might be valid, but I just don't quite get that because it still needs to be done. It's either going to get some absorbent feed. This is probably one of the best packages they could have gotten from anyone, given the teams which are looking for a quarterback in the first-round draft capital they have. The number eight or nine overall pick, whatever it is, this year, very enticing. And the notion that it's not a good draft, those are from idiots who only think the quarterback position matters. This is one of the best drafts we've seen in a long time, just at every position but quarterback.
1: Why? Because Aiden Hutchinson in your because draft, they got Michigan three boy, good linemen, the three good Three
0: good defensive ends, two very good defensive backs, and one quarterback of the three top ones is going to have a lot of success in the NFL. So, you named
1: a couple players. Like, this draft is not the 2014 this draft. This draft is also regarded
0: as one of the deepest drafts we've seen in a long time. People talk about the Rams losing all the first round picks. The common notion is now they made the right move because there is so much talent available day two. Maybe even day three. This is a very good draft, and to act like it's not is a supremely casual take. The second one you've espoused
1: it but maybe you're the one with a casual take just uh, just viewing what everyone else is oh, it's a deep draft look at these ta- three Kristen, good tackles do you watch much college football? Tackle behind i watch all the college i don't football. think you
0: watch any college football i don't think you watch high school i don't think you football. watch i don't, any any I don't think college you watch
1: football. nfl football i
0: don't think you can afford an nfl red zone instead you gotta get on the league pass and watch that poor man's red zone but speaking of poor men there's going to be a
1: very I think that's poor, actually more expensive than red there's ben, going to be a very poor
0: team in the city of green bay because the packers may or may not have spent a whole bunch of money on aaron Rodgers. we are unsure about the financial details. There is mystery in there. Reports are being walked forward and walked back. I won't believe it until I see it in the print, but right now Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Packer, and he's going to be a Packer for the remainder of his career. Obviously, Jordan Love devastated the wallets of the Green Bay faithful. Devastated. But most importantly, the chances of the Packers ever winning a Super Bowl are furthermore devastated. They're not going to be able to retain all their talent. They're going to sign Devonta Adams to a franchise tag. He's not going to like that. I'm sure he'll play because he's but buddy with Rodgers, but long term, I do not see him sticking around. And really, this team has not gotten better from the team which lost and only scored 10 points against the 49ers in last year's playoffs. Meanwhile, I don't think the Rams are going to get that much worse. Maybe Von Miller disappears, so uh, that's not a big deal. They'll find another good pass rusher. Maybe the 49ers get worse. I find that hard to believe given how bad Jimmy G was in the playoffs. But the other teams in the NFC are not falling off a cliff, and this Packers team is not going to be able to get better. In fact, they're probably going to get worse given Aaron Rodgers will undoubtedly not be able to put up a third straight MVP season. There's think thing all time it's had a uh, bad habit of beating up on Packers quarterbacks. They will not remain in their uh, fit form for long, and Rodgers is going to fall in that trap. The Packers are going to be a good team next year, they're probably not going to be a one seed again, and Rodgers is never going to win a Super Bowl in Green Bay.
1: Well, it, it the, most, the thing I enjoyed most about this news breaking about Aaron Rodgers being back with the Packers next season is when the news broke of a $200 million contract that seems to not really exist is that Ian Rappaport looked like a stooge it was very enjoyable like watching when Adam Schefter got one horribly wrong and it's fun seeing those guys mess up and kind of eat their words a little bit they want people to think that they always have the end they know it's going to happen and they wound up getting it wrong so I enjoyed that part of it but when it comes to the fact that Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to be back with the Packers next season I think it is actually obviously a win he'll be back Devontae Adams will be back Russell Wilson is out of the NFC Tom Brady retired and we when you considered how many bad to meh quarterbacks there are in the NFC, the Packers are a playoff lock, especially given their division. And there's fewer barriers towards them making a Super Bowl run. I mean, you got the Rams in front of them, the 49ers will be better. I think the Packers are going to basically be where they were at. Hopefully, they actually execute and perform in the playoffs instead of putting up 10 points. And if Aaron Rodgers even turns out he did take a cat-friendly deal, which has been floated out there, that's only beneficial towards their long-term future. So in the short term, Just for next season I don't see how it is a bad decision everyone's coming back it seems like or the most significant players are coming back so it's I think it was a good decision in the very short term it'll be interesting to see what the contract situation is for the more like long term two to four years let's say
0: Uh, honestly it'd be better if the Packers are worse this year so Rodgers can get a road playoff game somewhere besides Green Bay because he clearly cannot perform in that environment (laughs) come postseason time look the Packers are spinning their wheels unless Rodgers decides to change his MO and operate In the postseason, they're not going to be able to win a Super Bowl, and I don't see that happening just because we've seen Aaron Rodgers screw, besides one fluky NFC Championship game against a backup Bears quarterback, which Jay Cutler should have won, but hung out on the exercise bike his career is full of a lot of playoff disappointments so nothing is really going to change everything will remain the same and the Packers they're stuck with Rodgers Jordan Love is kicking something he's sick he is demanding trades to Seattle or Indianapolis as we speak
1: well and you also do have to feel a little bit bad for Jordan Love because when he when his draft was coming around he was kind of regarded as a late first round pick early second round pick at least no one really saw him falling out of the second round and everyone thought he'd be gone. And now he then he got drafted to the Packers as Aaron Rodgers' succession plan. And now he might sit behind Aaron Rodgers for his entire rookie contract. And his career's kind of flowing in the wind. Floating in the wind. I don't know what the fucking saying is.
0: He should demand a trade maybe to a uh team out west, maybe to the Indianapolis Colts. Because the Indianapolis Colts are missing a quarterback. They have shipped off Carl Wentz off to the wonderful football team. Excuse me, off to the wonderful Guardians. Excuse me, off to the wonderful Commanders. In exchange, they got a few draft picks, which kind of surprised me. I did not think Wentz would garner a return. In fact, I think most people expected the Indianapolis Colts to to give something up to get rid of Carson Wentz because of how bad his contract is. So, it's a desperation move. It was common knowledge that the football team was calling everybody they could in order to get a quarterback. They called the Chiefs even tried to get Patrick Mahomes out of there. They were making inquiries. Obviously, you think Aaron Rodgers may have been an option. We probably wouldn't have gone there. You think Russell Wilson, they might. Have been working something out one reason or another. Maybe they didn't have the capital. Maybe Wilson won't waive his trade clause. That didn't work out. So we go with Carson Wentz, who is probably like. 12th option. And while Wins is an irritating quarterback, if you watch him play, you realize he is not uh, as good as numbers indicate. He's a bit too much of a risk taker, too much of a gambler. He's got a lot of Brett Favre in him, in terms of making really bad decisions to keep plays alive with a lot less talent. And he's not going to have a better offensive line. He's probably going to have comparable, maybe a little bit better wide receiving help. It's not going to be a better situation on the commanders on the football team. And it's probably going to result in a lot more interceptions, a lot more losses. He gets to play the Giants twice a year so. he gets two free ones.
1: I kind of, I don't really understand why the Colts made the trade. I mean, I don't know who they're going to pursue in the offseason now, whether it be in the draft, whether it be Mitch Trubisky. I don't feel like Carson Wentz and Mitch Trubisky are significantly different players when it comes to talent level and just overall production. I feel like they've had somewhat similar careers as far as production and what they've shown on the field. But when it comes from the commander's perspective, I think it's a good trade. I mean, I think he's an upgrade over what Taylor Heineke was last season. I think Carson Wentz gets a little bit too much hate. He did put up good numbers. I think he won some games for the Colts and when people hate on him. Lost and I quite think a few games for the Colts down the stretch as well. He did and he did lose to the Jaguars but the Bills also lost to the Jaguars. Lost to
0: the Raiders week before too. Can't forget that one. You sting it up two weeks in a row in an easy win and in situation. Particularly in Duval, one of the worst places to ever host a football team and you're going to get some sideways glances from the administration.
1: I, I get why he got sideways glances, but it makes sense why people would hate on him. But I think that causes people to lose some perspective and that he actually had a decent quality season where he, I think he threw 27 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Now, I also know he had a lot of turnover worthy plays, but those turnover worthy plays, they didn't. Now, take how do place. you know that? He,
0: how do you know he had a lot of turnover worthy plays? Where is this information coming from?
1: The, the interwebs. The interwebs. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. You sure what you want him since you I'm 100% sure. Nowhere else? Nowhere else. <laughs> nowhere else. God, okay.
0: Well, as nowhere else on the on my recent nicknames I guess I just acquired, Carl Wentz, <laughs> Carson Wentz, Kadavian Wentzfree, was horrible, frankly. The numbers lied to you. The stat heads lied to you. And I don't blame you for not watching Colts football. They weren't a particularly interesting team for the non-fans. But there's a reason whenever a high-profile quarterbacks talk about leaving, moving on from their team. Like, Rodgers was talked about going to the Colts. Oh, that's an appealing landing spot. Wilson had some buzz. Oh, maybe he goes to Colts, that's a good landing spot for him. It is one of the best built teams in the NFL. They've got one of the best running backs. They've got one of the best offensive lines. They've got a great defense. Wide receivers could use some improvement but at the same time, how do we know how good they are? And they've got Carson Wentz throwing to them. So, it's a very good setup. And Wentz could find a way to get to the playoffs while playing in the putrid AFC South. Almost any quarterback is going to be an upgrade. Almost any quarterback gets that team to the playoffs. Maybe that's Mitch Trubisky. Maybe that's someone they draft this year trade back in the first to get who knows I just know Carson Wentz was going to be run out of town for failing to make the playoffs he choked he failed he is some what some would call a loser with glass knees glass ankles and I'm not going to say anything more disparage young man because he did play at the FCS level we are fond of those types of players around these parts
1: either way I think it's going to be exciting watching the Eagles and commanders play next season uh, it's gonna be funny to see how Eagles fans treat him when he goes into the Eagles stadium Eagles fans are gonna and treat him has... how
0: Eagles fans treat everyone they threw snowballs at say they poo off the ground if they want the a Super Bowl they're complete animals you know that's they're
1: gonna treat them which is why it's going to be entertaining and I think it's going to it's going to be even more hilarious getting to talk and mock the Eagles fan base if Carson Wentz outproduces Jalen Hurts or Jalen Hurts throws more interceptions of the game and if the Washington beats the Eagles I'm just going to thoroughly enjoy if Washington is able to beat the Eagles once next season and if he beats them twice it is going to I'm going to have so yeah, much fun
0: Joe and the comm- manders football team and or redskins beat the piss out of the giants or Is that going to be less enjoyable for you and
1: that'll be no, i still
0: remember i think it was the last time it wasn't the last time but it was near the last time a certain son was telling me hey i'm happy that the giants beat the washington redskins they were the redskins at the time because i don't care we'll get a better draft pick i don't care that uh the first round I'll be shaped up i just want to feel happy for the week the redskins got the number two overall pick that you drafted chase young the giants fell to four and drafted andrew thomas so a little bit less well, happy chase
1: young there. also doesn't have an acl anymore more has
0: nah, got bad he had a whole offseason andrew thomas plays like he doesn't have an acl he plays
1: better now and you've even said that yourself so don't change it on the podcast yes but he's no chase young he did not win defensive rookie of the
0: year grant he's an offensive lineman so that might be kind of hard for the young fellow to do exactly anyway giants are stooges afc east much better than an afc east every division is much better than the afc east carson Wentz, bad quarterback that has been the podcast be sure to hit subscribe like follow share us on facebook don't share us on tiktok they'll take you down links are in the description to all various forms of platforms and like and you folks enjoy the rest of your day